Gary, you got to talk into the mic, Bubba. I'm not sure what we're doing. Just saying hi. Perfect. Okay. So, Gary, tell me, Gary Roberts. Yes, sir. When was the six-year anniversary? Well, to fit, we started October, roughly October 11th, 2011. So we're a month early, uh huh, officially. But it was so, October. So next month will be six years. Yes, sir. Does it feel wow. like six years? It kind of does. <laughs> in one sense, it doesn't, but in a lot of senses, you know, it does. Uh, how old was your daughter when we started? Or how old is your daughter now? Uh, she's 21. So she was 15. Yeah. So she's in high school and now she's out of high school, out of the house. Yeah, now she's taking care of business. Damn. Supporting herself. That's great. <laughs> you have, you work for CrossFit HQ? Yes, sir. As a producer? You were living in Southern California? Yes. Uh, we, we, you came out to the games? And you were um, integral in uh, as one of the producers for the behind the scenes that we're currently editing. That's correct. And, and you know that's the time that you and I always catch up. We spend seven days together, and it's like you know. And um, we went back and forth, back and forth on some ideas and some projects and what you were doing and where you were going. And then we decided that hey, it's time for Killing the Fat Man season two. Six years later. Yes. And so you have uh, rounded up your life and moved to uh, Santa Cruz. That is correct. With a uh, tentative, tentative uh, four-month stay here. I'm ready. You're ready. Um, have you been crossfitting? Tell me about your fitness and your health. 100% transparent. One. We won't judge you in front of your face. <laughs> <laughs> How are is this being used for the killing the fat man? See that screen right there? Yeah. What do you see? What do you see on that screen? This is CrossFit. And what what's a what's a little picture of? It's a little <laughs> podcast picture. Yeah. yeah. This sound, it sounds so loaded. Okay. <laughs> Pure symbolism. A hundred percent transparency. Thank you, Eric. So Diaz. do you want from the beginning or do you just want to I just want to know. I just want to know, have you been crossfitting? I don't want to give away too much. I have not. You have not been. When's I've, the last let, time? I've let the community down. I'm very embarrassed to be here and talk about it. Well, I mean, is not doing CrossFit, is that not consistently or just not at all? Because, I mean, we just listened to that talk with Greg, and you can do 10 air squats and then eat a two-block meal, and you're doing CrossFit. Let's start. Like, when's the last time you've been in an affiliate? Uh, uh, the open, two opens ago. Wow. So you've taken a two-year break. That's am It's embarrassing. And, uh, it happens. It's cool. It's cool. Uh, two years since you worked out. I mean, he's saying that golfing isn't even working out. Just so you know. So anything <laughs> Didn't say golfing that. or below, have you done? Anything? I've tried to do a few things, and I've I've been in a, a funk. Right. So give me an example, like what you tried to do in the last two years. Uh, some runs, some push-ups, air squats. It really, I didn't, when I sold all my stuff and moved into an RV, I really didn't realize how integral the box would be to my life. I needed, I needed the box. Like I thought, oh, I'll just be able to program for myself and do road wads. And uh, I really needed the community aspect and to coach and that camaraderie and uh, 
Yeah, I didn't know that it. <laughs> well, hey, you're going to get back in. Yeah. You're one day away from getting back in. When did you move up? I'm sorry, man. You're joining us today. <laughs> so you, when did you drive up from LA or San Diego? Uh, yesterday. And and you're here now. <sighs> I did not see this coming. I'm sorry. No, it's all right. God, if we get ridiculed for bringing Gary in here and exploiting them, I'm going to be so bummed. Okay, Gary. Two years since you've worked out. Um, what was the lowest you what when when we started six years ago? How much did you weigh? Uh, two sixty. Two sixty eight, I think. Right. Yeah, something like that. And then what? And then and then through doing CrossFit, what was the, what was the mo uh, lowest you got? Two two three two five. That's yeah, great. Crazy. And so you do not look as big as you did when we started. Not yeah. even close. Yeah, you know, I've I've kept some of the nutritional habits that I picked up. Like what? Give me an example. Just overall monitoring. If I have a bad day, I try to have a few clean days following it. You know, uh, to be honest, I, for the last month, there's been a lot of stress in my life. And I've, I'm probably eight to 10 pounds heavier than you saw me at the games just because it's been a, a stressful it, stressful. I had another period. friend who went through exactly what you're going through now two years ago. And instead of putting on eight pounds, he lost 30 pounds. Isn't that weird? Yeah. I, Crazy, I mean, right? Different people yeah. cope with stresses different ways. Yeah, yeah, completely. Eight pounds isn't much. No, I call that negligible. Yeah. I mean, honestly. How I'm do you know? Do you own a scale? Do I? Yeah, yeah. Throw that thing away. You have a, I mean, you I have just, a scale. You have a scale in your RV. Yes, sir. Okay, go ahead. Sorry, answer. I just, I mean, the obviously we learned the key to success is you know moving and proper nutrition, like a good combination of both. And uh, I've been able to not one hundred percent fall off the wagon due to trying to keep a couple of nutritional habits. But I mean, overall, it didn't. I probably ate clean for a good six weeks and it didn't do me any good. Like as far as like getting any ground back and I, I just to compare my strength levels from previous. I mean, it's just, I I've known that in order to get it back, I need to, you know, sweat. are you excited to get it back? Are you terrified? Are you nervous? Are I mean, you I, I, like I, open arms? Where are you with this? You know, when we started the project six years ago, I looked at it as like just a challenge, like a temporary challenge. I didn't realize I was walking into a complete life change that kind of just bitch slapped me upside the head. I didn't realize it would inspire people. I didn't realize I have Facebook messages from people thanking me probably weekly and I haven't answered them out of fear because I know that I fucked up. Oh, meaning, meaning you're not walking the walk anymore. Yeah. The video I, is Gary six years ago and you've had a two yeah, year just and it's embarrassing. slide. And I'm scared because I didn't realize that was going to be a torch. 
I'm ready to, you know. But you want that though too, right? I want that because it helps me stay connected. But I, I just, you know, six years ago, I said, I'm going to focus on myself. You need to know life goes to shit. I'm going to focus on myself. And the positive side effect, I didn't realize that if you focus on yourself and you improve yourself, that life kind of gets better naturally. And in the last six years, probably the biggest problem that I've fallen into is focusing on other problems in life, not being able to control that shit, having that fall apart, forgetting what I learned. Like, hey, just worry about yourself, take care of yourself, make yourself stronger, and then you can handle whatever life's thrown at you rather than being a weak little bitch worried about life's problems and you can't fix them and you're still a weak little bitch and life just gets worse and forgetting to come back to, hey, if you're fucking strong, it doesn't matter what's happening in life, you'll beat that shit. And that's probably the core failure that I've made. Well, I wouldn't say that you've forgotten. You just maybe ne- neglected. Yeah, and that yeah, happens. Neglect- and it also happens with people going through life. You know, life, life happens. Yeah. You know, people have, you know, shit sandwiches get thrown at them all the time. But I think what's different is that you you know. I'm sorry. Don't apologize for anything, Gary. I did not know this. This shit is going to be exciting. This is going to be more exciting than I, I can't, You know, I've been waiting to fanboy of this thing like the whole time you've been in here. Like, I remember when this, when Killing the Fat Man was publishing on .com and like racing to my computer at five to wait and see if the next episode would come out. And this was like one of the first like series I really shared with like my non-CrossFit friends about CrossFit. And it was awesome. And I don't think you should take this as like, You've fallen off the wagon. Everyone falls off the wagon. But there's the wagon's always there. Yeah. And what I'm saying earlier is you know what you need to do. Yeah. And you're you're that, L1 too, right, Gary? You've taken your L1? It just expired. <laughs> Great. Great. That'll be, we'll get that in, in the. So this is going to, we're going to do four months back on the nutrition, back on the affiliate. We're going to pick an affiliate here in Santa Cruz and. And, and we're really going to get into the nitty gritty. And I, yeah. and I, I really think this is going to be better than the first season. I think this season's going to be off the. I'm hook. excited. Well, to be honest, I don't even know if we went over the first time. But my motivation for the first time mm-hmm. was I was embarrassed to go back to high school and see my 20 year high school reunion right. and see old girlfriends. It was like so superficial and that's why I wanted to lose weight and it's like when people come up to me and they say hey man you inspired me to make change I'm like that's because I was embarrassed to see some old girlfriends right right and now my motivation right now is is a thousand fold more powerful to why I need to I mean here's all I say in the first one the killing the fat man I thought, oh, you killed the fat man, the fat man's dead. I didn't have more equate to it like Halloween, Jason, the fat man, you know, you shoot him, he (laughs) falls down. You can never stop shooting. That fucker wants to get up. (laughs) (laughs) So that's what now my mind frame is like, holy fuck, you cannot ever let that, you know, you're always running. He's always going to find you with the coat hanger and shit. And like, you know, it, he's never dead. And if you relax, I was riding kind of on old gains. So I was, I was getting strong. I was getting fit. And I realized like I could skip a workout and eat shitty and still lift some heavy shit. And so that gap just kind of got bigger and bigger and bigger where I was like riding on old gains thinking, oh, I got this. And then 
Are you still in touch with your coach from uh, that San Diego gym? That 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 what was that woman's name? She was uh, Laura. Laura. Laura, yes. Yeah. Um, I haven't spoke to her in a little bit. But she moved, she, right? Well, she has, she's she's she moved to Seattle, but she is awesome. She's amazing. She the one thing great affiliate owner. Yeah. When I left her, the last thing she said to me was, "Don't lose your fitness. Don't like." Because I was telling her about being on the road, and, I'm like, and she's like, she she knew that that was a possibility, and I was like, I got this, motherfucker. When, when you saw us, when you <laughs> when you saw us um, in the hotel room at the games, you know we're having a debrief, and there's six or seven of us in the hotel room, and you see some of us doing a hundred burpees at eleven o'clock at night. Are you tripping? I. I was fully prepared to do a hundred burpees. You were awesome. If you, you I, man. I was like torn because I was like, should I jump in that? I haven't done burpees. Oh, would have killed in you. like a long time. And I probably would go to the hospital and I'm like, maybe I should. I'm like, I actually was waiting. I was like, is he going to tell me to do burpees right now? Cause I, I, you know, I should, I know it's like in the back of my head. I know I, I kind of, I, you know, whether I like it or not, I picked up a torch for some overweight people who should, you know, always keep moving and sweating and always stay in control of their diet. And, uh, you know, <sighs> you've had Dave Castro speak to you directly, right? Davis said, Hey, fuck tard. You're the ambassador of CrossFit. What are you doing? I, uh, to be honest, right? didn't he say that to you about six months ago? Yeah. 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 No, no, he was pretty it go, aggressive. It goes back further. Oh, it does? When we okay. were in Beijing together, mm -hmm. or I think it was Shanghai. And he was like, Hey, Gary, lock it up. <laughs> the next time I see you, and I, I need, and last year's games, I'm so embarrassed to say this, this is the absolute truth. Last year's games, I avoided Dave Castro. If I saw him, I turned around another corner and I <laughs> You're not the only one. Direction. You're not the only one. And You're I was so scared. I was so scared to see him. But the interesting thing is that he finally chased me down. I can't believe Dave Castro chased me down at the Cal Regionals. Mm -hmm. He's like, motherfucker, why are you hiding from me? Are you... And he's, I told him, and I honestly told him, I said, I, I was scared to see you because I, I fucked up. You told me to lock it up. Was I he sensitive you to your position or did he just so the continue thing to is, rail Dave you? Castro, everyone has this opinion of Dave Castro being this tough, hard, you know, hard seal. Yeah. And he looked at me and he's like, dude, it's okay. We're friends. Just try. No judgment. Just, just give it a little effort. Don't give up. And I was so taken aback because I expected the Dave Castro to be, the hard Dave Castro to be, you fucking loser. <laughs> but he didn't do that. He was so sweet about it. And it really inspired me. At the time, my wife, I called her and I was like, you'll never believe Dave Castro was like so sweet. And just said, Gary, we're friends. Give me a hug. Don't give up. Just I'm going to hold out and say maybe you misinterpreted. Did you call him sweet? He was. <laughs> I, I kid you not. The Dave Castro was like sweet. Do you like my shoes? Those are awesome. Like, Do you see these and you're like, yeah, I want to go online and get a pair of Nano 7s and have them designed just like this? I surely would. They're dope, right? Yeah, they're cool. I mean, do you think they're over the top? They're like bowling shoes? I don't think that has anything to do with the the color, the color wave. Maybe just the design of the shoe. I'm looking at our logo, and I kind of want the logo to match my shoes, and then I want to just have these shoes in here, and I'm kind of like Mr. Rogers. <laughs> hey, this <laughs> is the most real I've ever seen you. I, in 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 the 
how long have we known each other? 15 years. Uh, 2003. That, I don't know if I've ever what? in those all that whole group of years heard you swear as much as I've heard you swear in here now in the last 20 minutes. You're the kind of guy who usually like has like little cutesy words for swear words. Well, I like, wasn't freaking. allowed to swear. Or like, yeah. Man. Well, you guys have known each other since 2003? Yeah. How'd you meet? Ar arm, arm wrestling. wrestling. You guys arm wrestled each other? We have, but that's not how we met. Yeah. We, um, we, met we were both filming projects uh, at arm wrestling tournaments. Oh. I made a movie called Pulling John, and Gary had a website called Arm TV that was oh, yeah, killed by yeah. YouTube. Very <laughs> successful. Congratulations. Yeah. A lot of people were probably killed by YouTube. <clears throat> Dang. Bus you know, the business I, model can't sustain itself when everyone has a cell phone and everyone's filming everything. Yeah, and it's too easy. Honestly, I've been hiding, and uh, you know, I'm, I'm ready to face my demons and uh, do the right thing because... So we haven't really spoken about my father. So my father, uh, Stumptown CrossFit, Tony up there turned him into like a Superman. I mean, he transformed him. And for the first time in years, I was... And you can see part of that, the beginning of that in um, Killing the Fat Man season one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I was, for the first time in years, when I got a phone call from my dad, I was not thinking, oh, it's something dramatic, a hospital related, because my dad's getting old. And uh, how, how old is he? Yeah, I don't know. He's seventy something. But but all all his siblings have died at a younger age, right? Yeah. Of heart attacks yeah, and shit like just, that. Just we have chronic disease. Problems. So when I started to slip, my dad started to slip, and his slipping happened tenfold quicker. Like I was riding on old gains, my dad's old gains. Now when I go visit my dad, I see like he's in six years. He's even worse than he was. He's he's having a hard time walking. And I'm like, Fuck. is he considering going back? The last time I saw him, I said, dad, let's, let's take you into some town. Tony's been asking about you. I was embarrassed. I I was embarrassed to even going to some town because I was embarrassed to see Tony. I mean, like I work for CrossFit. I am supposed to be holding a mantle in here. Like, I feel like I let Tony down as well. And I was like, let's go in and see Tony. He said his quote words, uh, quote, I'm embarrassed for them to see me of where I'm at right now. So he was like, he wanted to go try to get fit somewhere else just to go into CrossFit. It's I nonsense. Like, I said, dad. Would, yeah. That so that's me right now is kind of like saying, no, no matter how embarrassed I am, I'm going to face the, I'm going to, because I, you know, at the end of the day, the old, in six years, my body, I do feel, I do feel older. Shit is creaking. And like it could just get exponentially worse, like my father. And so I don't want to live that kind of life. I want to feel like a. What I loved about CrossFit is like at the time it was Rich Froning, not Matt Fraser. It's like it's the one thing in life where you're superheroes at the tip of the spear. You may not be able to leap tall buildings like them, but you feel like them when you're pushing yourself to the limits every day. Yeah. In a yep. while, you feel super <clears throat> powerish. Yep. Yep. And, uh, I want that again. This is going to be a great season too. I'm glad we waited. I'm glad so, you're making yourself vulnerable and the community is going to appreciate it and you're going to affect a fucking million people again. Yeah. Road Road to Conviction, that the series you have with uh, Fletcher... Fletcher Tholen. Fletcher Tholen. Yeah. Amazing series. What a fucking weird two dudes you guys are. 
man, when you guys are on there, like I keep thinking he's going to punch you in the face and you keep pushing him. And man, it's turned out to be just an amazing series. And your relationship is really like, to be honest, it's intense. It, it's, uh, it's tested right now. Like my communication, you are doing season three, right? Yeah. But he, the communications with him, he, I mean, he's not making me communicate through Caroline. Like as his agent. Like, yeah. Like he's him and him. We're in a weird situation. He's getting married. And I was, in October. So there's a wedding and I don't, I, I'm, it's a, fine do you place. have the intimacy with him to still do a powerful piece with him? Another powerful season? I do. I was kind of waiting for him to have a little bit more maturity growth so I could, I don't, cause he was being a whiny bitch the last time I saw him. And the last thing, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's going to go last, over well. The last thing I want to do is, what does that mean? A whiny little bitch? He, he what, what do you mean by that? Means, at the end of the day, how many, what, three, th 320 something thousand people do the open every year? 383 this year, I think. 383. Okay. Insane, many, by the way. 383. How yep. many of those people want to be Rich Froning or no, Matt Frazier? Uh, let's, say, let's say 10%. Okay. So 10% of those guys, their dream, big picture of Matt Frazier, they want that shit. Okay. What percentage of them can be Matt Frazier? Of those 35,000, oh, uh, Less than 1% of 1% of 1%. Okay, so less than 1% of 1%. So that's 9.99% of the people go home and every day will never be Matt Fraser. Do they go home and cry and whine about it? Some might. Or do they, but they still have to live their lives. Like Completely. You still have to live your lives. And So he was whining and complaining because he didn't like his placement. And he, um, he wants, so... I, you know, CrossFit HQ covers a lot of the tip of the spear. I thought it was very fascinating to cover the, so killing the fat man is the bottom of the spear, right? Right, right. <laughs> I thought it was very interesting to cover someone who's made yeah, dreams. Yeah, it was great. Might be just regionals. Right, Like, how right. hard is it to get to the games? Right. How hard is it to get to regionals? But get to the whiny bitch part, just so I know, because well, he, he's going to want to know. Well, when he, he hears placed, this. He placed, <laughs> he placed 1,300, and then he got 300. And so his expectations the next year would be to be sub 100. Right. And maybe the next year you'd be top 20 for regionals. Right. So because the next year he didn't go from 300. So he did the first. He didn't make the climb that he was expecting. He set expectations. He didn't live up to them. But what makes him a whiny bitch that he's like, fuck it. I'm not doing I'm not filming with you anymore. Well, or he no, didn't like, feel like. OK, I'm he like what's what, what's the problem between the two of you? What, what, why do you have to talk to his uh, wife to talk to him? Well. In general, it started with because workout one, two, and three of the open were not a hundred and something spots ahead. Mm -hmm. You know, he didn't want to submit his scores. And so <laughs> then I don't, he got sick. Yes, he did get sick. But, but that's fine. Uh, You're just documenting it. What do you care what he does? Very right? familiar. I mean, it's still cool, even if he doesn't submit his scores. Yeah, so it still makes for a good he series. Got sick, and because he got sick, he didn't perform as well. And then the fourth week, he just wanted to stop doing the open. And right. I begged him, I'm like, you can't, you just submit your scores no matter what, even right. if you're not mm -hmm. right. where you're at. And it, right. I'm not saying his excuses weren't legitimate. But, but you're just saying show some humility and just do it. Yeah, just do it. So, I mean, to be honest, I've... I've do you like him? I, I, I like Fletcher a lot. I think that in especially season two, there was not really appreciating all the good things that have happened in your life and focusing on that you're on at regionals yet is right. being like overwhelming. And I'm like, dude, you're getting married. 
Right. Your girlfriend is the high school prom queen, smart, educated, fit, engineer. I mean, wow. men, men, how many men dream about being Matt Frazier, but how many men dream about having that kind of woman who right. wants to spend the rest of their life with them? Right. I'm like, shit, dude, you have what bajillions of men will never have. Right. And you're freaking crying about the fact that you're not in the top hundred of uh, the open. Sounds like he's being a whiny little bitch. So that's Are why you I signed up for the email of the day, Gary? Yes, I am. And how did you sign up for the email of the day? Uh, when I joined the journal, I think. How do people sign up for the email of the day? There's an opt-in page you can go to. If you go to the CrossFit Facebook page on the left side, there's a tab you can sign up for it. Super easy. Yeah. I cannot believe, I love that thing. I cannot believe not everyone has signed up for that who does CrossFit. It's like, it's like someone took a uh, packet of Lifesavers and just pulled out the good ones. Uh, got, just got rid of the pineapple. Yeah, it's like, it's like, uh, Melissa's killing it. Yeah, I think she, uh, she's reskinning it too. Yeah, it's beautiful. We, uh, uh, I'm embarrassed that. Yeah, speaking of embarrassed, I'm embarrassed that I don't even know how to sign up for it. I'm just signed up for it. But we need to make that easier. Can we put a link to that somewhere in this YouTube video? No, I think it's, I think there's a yeah. place on the main side that's pretty clear. And so when we talk about stuff like the Greg Glassman, the world's most vexing problem, like that's prominent right there. I just saw that. Yeah. Like pop up in my email today and I'm like, mm -hmm. wow. What's cool about those is you can just forward them. I mean, that's really like the virality of those, right? And it's not, right. That is cool about them. Um, and it's and it's not only, you know, um, heavy stuff that's like vital to, you know, the world's existence. There's some cool stuff in there like Brooke Wells gets a new Mac Snatch. Mm-hmm. Boom, it'll be in there. Yeah. A link to something in her Instagram. Yeah, it's kind of like everything that's cool about the community. Basically, Melissa goes through and she says, I think this is cool, this is cool, this is great. Speaks to CrossFit, puts it all in there for you. Maybe she'll say Gary Roberts visits the CrossFit podcast to talk about season two. Yeah, yeah. It might be in there. Gary, I don't want to talk too much about what's happened in the last six years. Damn, I know it's a lot because you've told me over the games. Um, thanks for coming in. Thank you for having me. Yeah, great we're, having We're going to bring Rory in here and talk to him about how when um, your phone number is compromised, it means you don't need a new phone. <laughs> Just really like earth shattering stuff. And we'll <laughs> see you in the gym in 20 minutes. Okay. For, for something. Tyson will scale it for you. Did you join us, man, today? Thank you. Or, or or maybe you can just scale in the corner with Savan. Yeah, you know, you're oh. only doing something. Oh. Oh. Go oh. easy. Work me into it. Oh. Work me into it. Is Dave paying you? Dave Perry to say that? Castro? I don't know what you're talking about, Tyson. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get Rory in here. Come on in. Come on in. We'll have Leaf come in just for a minute here. With the phone call? Dude, who has meetings on Mondays? Okay, so let's talk about this really quick. And Can we talk about when we're going to work out first? Uh, yeah, what you, you tell us. One o'clock. Why one? That's two hours from now. Because I have a call at 11. Mm -hmm. Then I go see Quan at noon. Who's Quan? Oh, jeez. Oh, geez. Quan's the masseuse. He's a body worker. So we're waiting for this you to get masseuse. No, you say masseuse. It sounds like a pleasurable experience. Yeah, it sounds Quan like you're having a rough like, day at work on Monday. It's like a, it's like a half hour. So you work hell. at CrossFit HQ and you masseuse in the middle of the day. And then after that, you're going to go work out. <laughs> yeah, that's right. God, just salt mines. Leaf's in charge of publishing. If you want to know anytime something gets published late or wrong, it's his fault. I was supposed to be 1130. If this call is quick enough, then I may... Be eleven thirty. We could work out at twelve thirty. Are we gonna do? Let's Emily? talk about. Let's talk about the video contest real quick. We okay. have three video contests coming up. 
our video contests in the past have been hugely successful. And by hugely successful, I mean we've had a great number of submissions, but most importantly, the the voice that we're hearing people talk with is amazing. It's stuff that we really can't do at HQ. Would you agree? Totally. Hmm? I mean, I mean, we can, but it's like a... It's a different voice. It's like casting a net to find all of these stories. We could go pursue all these stories. But, but even if we pursue we them, just the, the voice... I mean, when we... All of the stories you're hearing, it's like... It's like um, it's like a New York Times reporter going out and telling the story of flood victims it would be so different if you just gave a flood victim the camera and said, hey, tell us about your experience. Yeah. And right. the New York Times can't do it either. You know what I mean? They can't. We're, you're not getting the story from the voice, no matter how hard they try, mm -hmm. of the person who's living it. And when we do these uh, these field contests, we're getting that voice. As authentic as it gets. Yeah, it's so close. What? Mm -hmm. Why Why a smirk on your face? You're not buying that? Or Tyson's I'm text. I'm to walk out in about 30 seconds. Okay. I was just waiting well, then for throw you, your pitch out there and get the hell out of here. And then as soon as you film contest, film, film contest um, specifically for the country of Brazil. We've never done a contest that's specific for a country. Correct. Uh, film contest specifically for the country of Mexico. Yep. And then a worldwide contest for the entire world. And that one really interests me because it's specifically about people who are pre-diabetic with type 2 diabetes not pre anything anything type 2 diabetes related but yeah anything type 2 anything, diabetes related, related who works out in an affiliate cool i got to go and telling their story someone could do a fiction piece it doesn't even have to be documentary right has anyone ever done that has anyone done a fiction piece for the video contest <laughs> oh yeah yeah there was some crazy cool, shit out of korea do you remember that some really cool. artsy but it wasn't it wasn't good enough didn't make the cut I think you're right. We should we should promote that when we when we release it here. It, I think it's we're less than two weeks away from announcing all three, right? Yeah. Okay. Are they all getting released at the same time? They are. Is there a cash prize um, along with any of them? Ten grand first place. Ten for grand. each. Each yep. even country specific. Yep. It's great. Uh, three thousand second, one thousand third. Cool. And 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 the coolest part is, at least I think, um, being a, a filmmaker is. We published this on our platforms and you will get a ton of eyeballs to your work. And I remember that being the greatest thing when I first started working for CrossFit HQ. You'd make a video and within an hour of publishing, you had 3,000 views. Two hours, you had 6,000 views. Yeah. Three days, you had 50,000 views. And you can't get that those eyeballs on your work just on your own. Yeah. So um, I think we published more than 50% of the submissions. I wish Leaf was still in here. There were a lot. Are there... Uh... Are there any restrictions as far as uh, when people submit, like time, format? I think there are going to be some restrictions. Just like the worldwide competition, it has to be a, a type 2 diabetes affiliate story. Um, all of the contests, um, the videos have to be made with affiliates that are in good standing. Um, I think that there's a 15-minute time cap on the Brazil and Mexico contests. And it's unlimited for the worldwide contest. And, and the contest we're doing in Brazil and Mexico is, is twofold. One, we, we really want localized content coming out of there. We want to hear the yeah. story coming out of those countries. But two, we're looking for filmmakers in those, in those countries. And so if we get some good submissions there, the goal will be to, to court those people and have them work for CrossFit have HQ. Have them put out some more content. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Love it. All right. Let's, uh, let's find Rory. CrossFit, CrossFit Games. 
Oh, I had these on backwards. Wow. <laughs> Incredible. Oh, yeah, dude. What's on backwards? What? <laughs> no, we. It's just his we desk, were, man. Like, it's epic. Hi, my name's Tyson. This is the first day of third grade, and I'm that's really like excited about learning night, cursive. When you go to your kids' back to school night? Hey, that's where. Um, They're actually pretty sweet. Yeah, no, no doubt. I sat in one for a few weeks. That's where. Um, fantastic. That's where Josh Bridges is going to sit. Man, I think oh we have man. a smaller one he might fit into. I guess these are unidirectional. Turn them around, you can see the. Ah. I made the same mistake. I'm sitting. I'm here yelling at Eric. Um, you changed my headphones, dude. This. Wow! 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 Oh, <sighs> these dogs are pretty well behaved. They're doing good, man. She, you know, she's obviously more difficult than he is. He's been around for a minute. Have you seen the scar on his stomach yet? No, it looks like I can see him kind of his little IV lines that he shaved him. Oh yeah, your dog had stomach torsion, right? Yeah. Stomach torsion? Is that similar to testicular torsion? It's not. Well, I guess. I mean, yeah, your shit gets twisted. Yeah. <laughs> don't get it twisted. Hey, dogs so don't. Dogs that. don't survive that. No doubt, dude. Oh, believe me, they they told me. You said you had one that did not. I had one that did. It did. Mine did. Wait, so there's two for two on stomach torsion. You're telling me that dogs don't survive well, it? But that's what it, they man. tell you. That's what they tell you. You go in there and they're like, hey, your dog's pretty much Your dead. dog's going to die. Yeah. Basically, his stomach flips upside down and one of the cables gets pinched and gas starts building in there. And you look at your dog and it looks like he swallowed a basketball. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so you rush into the hospital and they tell you, hey, your dog's going to die. And you're like, no, no, you got to do something. You got to do something. And they're like, well, it starts at $4,100. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, oh, you of course, do something. Of course. Do you have a credit card? <laughs> it's inoperable unless you have a lot of money. Yeah. Um, yeah. I had a uh, urinary tract infection once. Did you? I did. <laughs> Is that something guys get? <laughs> I know that's why I almost didn't say it. That is, uh, yeah, that's not. Did a, you get it from using the squatty potty? Not quite no, as common in general. I was. Uh, I'm. I'm 45 now. I got it probably when I was 30. It was like 106 degrees. I was outside in my front friend's front yard just drinking beers and um, uh, putting in a fence, digging fence po posts, fence holes all day. There's no way that has anything to do with it. Okay, well. Right? I don't know. I'm just <laughs> telling you the conditions, the lifestyle conditions. <laughs> like, I, I mean, not a, I don't know. I, went I don't to, know. Kids get it too, but I mean, from for, for girls, like that's a... Right. That's like a, a lot of sex type thing. So, well, that... Well, that uh, maybe digging fence posts. Maybe. Uh, so at ten o'clock at night, I get up to go. And I have a flight. I'm, I'm I'm shooting something in Poland, and I have to get on a flight at six a.m. Okay. I get up at to be at the San Francisco airport in time to make the flight. At ten o'clock at night, I go to sleep, and I go to pee, and I pee red with chunks of blood. Oh in God! It. And when you stop peeing there's like this back pressure feeling when you have a urinary tract infection and it feels like glass is going back up, broken glass oh. is going back up in the other direction. Mm. How, how old were you, 30? Yeah. Ugh. And I didn't have insurance then. So I rushed to the hospital. I go to the emergency room. They, um, There's no one there. They check me in within five minutes. They um, do the test. 20 minutes later, I have the results. They take a needle that's about this long. <clears throat> I pull down my pants. He shoves it into one of my butt cheeks. And the, and the guy says, hey, this is going to feel like no other needle you've ever felt before. I go, why? He goes, because we're going to push it up against your hip bone. 
and they put it and you kind of feel it hit there. It's like this really dull pain. And then he injects the shit in. Mm. And five minutes later when I took my next piss. Just fine. Money. God bless the so the bill of medical technology. So the whole thing, I'm out of there in an hour and I'm back in bed by one and I still get five hours sleep. Wow. The bill comes. 10,300 bucks. Mm. How fun. And at the time I would have given my life for it. Oh, yeah. for sure. But yeah, when the yeah. bill comes, I'm like, oh, oh, I should have sucked it up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> cranberry juice. I hear cranberry juice right. works. Right. Um, wow. I had it. And so you were, but you were stuck with it. Uh, yeah. With the bill. Yeah. 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 But how do they not have a pill you can take for this? Something did happen. I think. I think may, somehow I worked. I worked. I mean, I worked a, a deal. Mm-hmm. I think I paid like thirty nine hundred. Yeah. Jesus. Right. Oh, it's but, just all. Yeah. But the needle was so. It was so. I couldn't believe how fast it worked. They should let you keep it after that. Uh, <laughs> they should have. They should have. Rory, thanks for coming back. Buddy, I'm honored to be back. Did we talk about your assault bike experiences last time you were here? We talked some assault bike. We did. We did. We talked about Roger at the Meridian Regional. We talked about... Uh, yeah. Did you see the... Um, um, did you see the new Concept 2 bike? No. You haven't seen that? No. Is it cool? Have you heard about it? I mean, yeah, I've heard, heard whispers about it. I haven't seen it. Do we have one? Dave had one at the games. Do you know there were like a bike right? bike? Are you talking? No, it, it's stationary bike. Stationary bike. No, I, I, don't, I mean, I don't think I've seen it. Oh, ah. so basically Concept 2 has a new stationary bike. What's funny about that is um, Greg from Concept 2 walks up to um, Dave All right. and Bill Henniger's there and he says to Dave, hey, you know, we have only four of these made in the world. This is at the games, right? Okay. And... We have one in the Rogue booth, and we have one in our booth, and then we have two spares. <laughs> and those are in case they break, we're going to quickly swap them out because they don't want any busted prototype projects out on the floor, Fair right? Enough, yeah. So they have four bikes. They just explained this to Dave. One in the Rogue booth, <laughs> one in their booth, the concept booth. Like and Dave goes, going. bring one to my room. <laughs> <laughs> How many on, times do you think he wrote it? Later on that, later on that, I actually think he did do a workout with it because he really Yeah, it was in his Instagram story. Okay. So, so later on that evening when I, when we're doing a debrief in his, in his room, there's a, there's only four in the world and one of them is in Dave's room. <laughs> I feel like it's appropriate. Yeah. Um, Director. but it's just, okay. So this is a different, this is a different thing altogether than like the arms and legs simultaneously. Yeah, yeah and, and so that was one of the things. That's kind of where I was going. At first, I was like, "Oh man, is this in direct competition with uh, assault, bike. assault bike?" I wonder how Roger's going to feel. But it, it's—I mean, I haven't spoken with Roger, no. but everyone I've talked to says, "Man, there, it's a totally different." Yeah, we have one. Apparatus. We have one across at Santa Cruz, and it's mainly for the. Older. You have one of these already? Yeah. It's yeah, a fifth, it's fifth one in existence. Too. Back when that guy owned the gym, we didn't get new equipment at all. Now we get it right when the shit drops. Wow. Ouch. <laughs> Ouch. But anyway, it's it's more uh it's for the older clientele. And uh the more uh Oh, I'm sure Greg's gonna love you saying that. We've got a handful of uh like diabetic people at the gym and it's it's easier than the assault bike because there's not this motion. Huh. At least it's what I hear. So the concept two bike is for old people. So th- here's not a good one. Said. It, that frame. <laughs> Leaf had a good Leaf had a good idea the other day. He was like, I want, and here you go, concept two, you can have this one. I want everything to operate off the same fan with just like different attachments. So I don't oh. have to know I no longer have to own a bike, a rower, and a ski erg. I just do a little bit of a transformer oh, yeah. like to bloop, 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 and then it goes, you know. I yeah. got all my stuff in one place. That's awesome. I like that. I, I just lowered that seat all the way down and it's a rower. 
something to that effect, right? <laughs> or you, maybe the maybe this I don't know. I uh, can't do it all for him, you know. I uh, <laughs> I rode the bike in Dave's room. It's really nice. Yeah, yeah, it's smooth. How does it compare to like, rowing? Uh, I mean, it's all the same sounds and fans, and but it's biking and it's nice and the ergonomics are amazing. What was the uh, the iPad little thing on there? Did you see that part on the video? No, I don't remember. It looked like you were like going down a little false street. Did you see that? It looked like a video game. I missed it. Oh well. Anyways, that would make a stationary bike more fun, or you could just ride a real bike. Would isn't, be another option. Isn't that a great title for the video that we put out um, for Greg a couple days ago? The world's most vexing problem. Absolutely. I've been on these guys like, hey, we need better titles. We need better titles. And like, you want to watch that, right? The world's most vexing problem. Seems somewhat any, interesting. Any, <laughs> anything from the mind of, of Greg is usually um, perfectly presented and v very elegant, so to speak. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, absolutely. Like, what what better of a of a catchphrase? But it's also crazy true when you when you listen to his explanation of what he's saying it's amazing self-inflicted <laughs> excessive carbs and sedentary behavior cause it it's a great video how can we get people to watch that video who are already not in the know like i was trying to think of who can i share that with who can i share that with and and they're they're all crossfitters they're all some of them probably eat excess carbohydrates, but none of them are sedentary. I don't know anyone who sits on the couch. Yeah, isn't that funny? Like yeah. when you like your world is is what it is. Maybe some relatives or something like that, but I can't even think of of people like in my sphere. Period. Right. That are completely and and I'm sure though that I even know people in this office who do have relatives who are maybe even um, sick due to their lifestyle choices. Um, I'd say we have more people who are concerned about who ex who get out and are active like too much. As a juxtaposition to those who don't. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, like I, hey, chill out. Yeah. Like, what did Greg say in that video about Nicole? It's like she's worried about missing a workout because it'll lead to her missing another workout. Right. I think that's not an issue, but you see more of that. Than right. That right. That's anymore. where we are. Yeah. yeah. But, but, yeah, but, but to your point of how do you make this, um, how do you make more people interested in it? I think that, um, I just thought of someone. Okay. Okay. Go on. I'm going to write it down. I'm going to send it to him when this is over. <laughs> well, I mean, ultimately, it's not yet. Like you said, for the people in this room, what Greg is saying is not, it's not like a complete rebranding. It's not even, it's a different way to say what we've always been saying, which is world-class fitness in 100 words, right? He's just basically now giving a, a different context by which it's, it's more important because Greg effectively changed the world of exercise, right? You open like, mm -hmm. I, my kids yeah. will never go into a gym that right. has like selectorized equipment. It just won't happen. Like Garth says, the only way he knows how to exercise is CrossFit. Right, right. Mm -hmm. And yeah, we all have funny stories or even in like L1 environment, you'll be like, you know, bicep curls, ha ha ha. And you'll laugh about it. But our kids probably be like, well, I, don't even, I don't even get the joke. Right. I don't know what you're saying. Right. Unless mm -hmm. they choose to go down the road of bodybuilding for some reason. Right. Um, so it's not unique to the people like in this room or the people in our sphere or the 14,000 affiliates, right? So it's, I think it's helping it to be, which Greg does a fantastic job of, but you can't put Greg in front of everyone, being non-abrasive, right? There's um, people can either, it really resonates with somebody or it really turns them off when you see the, um, what was the Coke label that we did, like enjoy, enjoy type 2 diabetes, diabetes or something. Right, that kind right. of stuff can either people resonates with them or it's like. The message is, is, is so strong that people will deny it, its truth. Correct. Yeah. And the, the Greg's message in that video is so true that people can't deny right. its impact, right? Right. And so I think, I don't know. I think that it's uh, repackaging it in creative ways. I know we, we talked about going down the road of animation or. Which we what, still should. Yeah, absolutely. Because what we're saying is not. 
is I don't think it's abrasive in any way, shape, or form. It's truth, right? Right. Nobody wants people to die from, you know, obesity. Well, uh, something that's strokes, curable. That's just a horrible all. lifestyle choice, right? Absolutely. I mean, basically, he's equating it to doing heroin. There's people dying from heroin, meth, ruining their lives, coke, alcohol, all the drugs that are out there, oxycotton, all that crap, right? Yeah. And basically, there's people doing that with Twinkies and Pringles. Right. But it's even even more of those people. Right. And but there is something that's so. I mean, people joke about it all the time. But when you talk, to, when you talk to people about nutrition, especially with, with exercise, like I think people get it. They're like, "Yes, I understand that I shouldn't be sitting on the couch." There's, there's no argument. Maybe that does or does not motivate them. Um, but with nutrition and those kind of choices, it's like you're talking to them about their religion, or you're talking to them about you know one of their most deepest core beliefs, and they just don't want to hear it. So, uh, however you can lower that barrier, however you can be more approachable, um, and I think you've got to have both sides, right? You have to have the in your face. Mm-hmm. You have to I mean you got to have labels on cigarettes that say no, this will kill you. This is gonna you're, you're gonna die a horrible, terrible death. But from the other side, the education element of being here's what we mean by that. Here, here's some irony. Um, Greg talks about how if he could only choose one, nutrition or movement, which one would he choose in order to help alleviate the symptoms or the the issues that come with chronic disease? And he said he would change diet. Nutrition yep. is like is paramount, right? But and I think he would agree with this. But movement is so much easier. It's a great place to start. Have you ever noticed the more you work out, then you start like wanting to like eat better anyway because you don't you've you've committed so much time to working out and so much energy that now all of a sudden you're like okay, I'm not going to ruin all that and go out and eat a Twinkie. So. Yeah, yes and no. And the only reason I say that is because some people people who are on the precipice of killing themselves via nutrition choices mm-hmm. they may be so obese that it's impossible. Like the, the arteries. Uh, what was the what was the the amount in liters that they were drinking of, of soda oh, in a day or in a week? Gallons, right? Who's Gallons. this? Who's uh, this? Chad and Kristen Artery. Yeah. Oh, we have a piece coming out on them, right? Okay. And they were in some of our open promo videos. Like they're, they're amazing people, right? Like we put them on. It, most people, and you're like, hey, here's a camera in your face. They kind of close down. Right. They just all they lit up. They yeah, got they a fantastic story. They're really cool. Uh, but this they is were, a couple that started off obese, <laughs> and we followed them through their their CrossFit journey. Got close to a year and a half. Pre-diabetic. Wow. Two years, right? Okay. Tyson's telling the story off mic. <laughs> well, so, so Tyson, <laughs> love that part, Tyson. Uh, the way that I understand the story, Tyson meets this, uh, it was his bike mechanic, he was a motorcycle mechanic, yeah. and he just sees Tyson coming in with a Rogue t-shirt, with a CrossFit t-shirt, whatever, and he's a casual fan of the CrossFit and the CrossFit games while he's eating himself to death and he and his wife are making like wow. everything that we're talking about and eventually musters the energy to, or the, the bravery, courage, whatever to approach Tyson and be like, hey, dude, I see that you're into CrossFit. I've been studying it. I'm ready to take the leap. And so they went on this amazing year plus voyage at this point where when I met them in January of last year, uh, he was down 80 pounds. She was down 80 pounds. He was down closer to 100. Yeah. And, uh, but anyways, when, when they drew out for, I'm sure it's going to be in the piece, um, cause when I was talking about it, he, uh, they were measuring how much they were drinking soda wise in a week in gallons. So back to the topic of, is it easier to exercise or is it easier to change your diet? Small things for someone in that state. It's like, Hey, how about go from two gallons to one gallon? Right. You right, know what I'm saying? Right, Just right. Like, and, and what, where did you start with them? Movement or nutrition? It was both. It was both. I okay. Found, I found an affiliate forum. Tyson made them send photos of everything that they ate. Every meal. His phone, his phone was just is just full of what that couple ate. Yeah. Well, what they ate before they changed their no, no during during their okay. you know so that they'd be accountable. Yeah, I, That's I great. decided to find a, a 
gym for them, an affiliate in San Jose. And then I I actually wanted to control their, their nutrition, so I taught them. Did you ever yell at them? Did you ever yell at them? Did they ever send you a picture of a Twinkie and you're like, what the oh, fuck so is would, this? I, I catch them all. I catch <laughs> Why am I asking you a question? You don't even have a mic. Fuck hey, that dude over there. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's, underneath, it's underneath the carpet. No, uh, yeah, I'd, I'd catch him periodically in the photos. I'd see a glass of wine. In the oh, they would corner. do that? Try to, Tyson's saying they take some sneaky photos Ooh. where like some of the shit that's yeah. bad isn't highlighted yeah. in the dark corner. Yeah. No, Getting nothing we, past we, we Tyson. We had, had a couple uncomfortable conversations where like I could tell they were taking liberties, way too many liberties. So you put the snap down, crack down on them. Yeah, so we'd show up and... Part of the program was monthly weigh-ins. I had to be present and we filmed it. All right, this is a different show. He's too yeah, far away. Wait, hey, coming, coming, coming back to what you said about uh, nutrition or uh, or movement. Yes. It is a lot more fun to work out than it is go and eat broccoli. <laughs> right. 10 times out of 10. Sure. Ooh. Well, and, and you know what? And ultimately, so what? It, there you go. Um, amazing people. Yeah. So what is the punchline of that one? We're supposed to be part of the community. They don't put any any numbers on there, but yeah, these these yeah, guys they're, like they're, their fo- their the phone hashtags. number's not on there, is it? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I appreciated your Pull apology. Right. I loved it. Um, just to uh, but but anyways, the point is yeah yeah. My, what, my, I, I, we'll get back to my apology here in a minute. One people, one person, it'll be easier to diet. One person will be easier to exercise. Greg's whole point is exactly what CrossFit's always been saying is that you need both, right? Everybody always says diet and uh, and exercise. Um, Greg has specified very specifically what diet and what exercise. And I think that was the whole point. So if, if, if you came across, ho- hopefully we make enough good media. One resonates with somebody to say, yeah, go get your ass in the gym. They watch, whether it's watching rich froning and, and, uh, you know, the world's fittest athletes do something crazy, or it's just, um, a message of, that Greg delivers at level one, it gets them to do something. And then a different kind of media maybe directs them and educates them on what they should be putting into their mouth. Right. Because we got to get them to be to be doing both. So if you're trying to change totally. the world, you got to make enough to where it educates both sides of the conversation. Very well said by Rory McKernan. <laughs> Not only is Rory a have his L1, but he was on the L1 seminar staff. Hold on, this is gonna get good. Hold I can hear the fire crackling in the background. Not only was did Rory take his L1 in the early 2007, 2008, uh-huh, but uh-huh. he eventually made it to become a seminar staff after being a trainer at an affiliate for two or three years. Look at you. Now Rory is uh, not only uh, involved heavily in the production at CrossFit HQ, but he is a uh, internet phenomenon competing amateurly as an amateur <laughs> um, uh, against a very uh, uh, prestigious series, um, Roe versus Boz. And uh, we had Rory. I mean, does it still, I mean, would that not be professional fights? I mean, is it still amateur? Oh, you're getting paid. Actually, it is professional. Excuse me. I apologize for that. I apologize for that. a promotion effort behind that, I think. Uh, Not only does he have beautiful hair, but he has a beautiful physique. You can see his shirt does come off uh, once in a while. Sweating. (laughs) Um, And uh, Rory was also the um, second guest we had on the CrossFit podcast with uh, Eric uh, Masil, Matt Bischel, and myself. At which point his phone number was accidentally leaked onto the show. I hate it when that happens. But see, now we're drawing attention to it. And because people could have thought it's just like a movie, you know, like and who who picks up the phone and dials like the character in the movie. Five 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 five. On Saturday, I get a text <laughs> from Rory. With uh, comes off as just the classic shit sandwich. I mean, classic. <laughs> Wait, you, you texted me on Saturday too. Go on, sorry. I love you guys. I'm, I'm, I'm paraphrasing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm paraphrasing. But the, 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 I enjoy being on the show. <clears throat> I love you guys. 
I noticed my phone number slipped through in the show. I'm getting a new phone. I'm invoicing it to CrossFit HQ. <laughs> and then maybe like a heart. Maybe it, was, it wasn't even shit sandwich. It was an open yeah. face shit sandwich. Compliment shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I immediately start a uh, side pull Rory off the text and start a side text with uh, Leaf and Tyson. And somehow, as I, did I. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I don't remember, but somehow I came to the conclusion that he received two texts. So before this show is published. Oh wait, it wasn't even a phone call. There's two texts. What What did the text say? Uh, go ahead. I don't really want to talk about it because now we're, we're just like I'm doing exactly were, what were, I don't want to do. Were there any pictures? No pics. No pics. No Videos. Pics. No vids, no, 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 no. Just straight up, just kind of, hey, how you doing? Let's from, chat. from strangers. Yeah. And did your wife get upset? She, I don't think she even knows. At, as we speak now, she probably doesn't know about the situation. Oh, that's Looks awesome. Like okay, out. well, guilty yeah. is charged because I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, this is, I think that what happened is, is a woman sent him something, something flirtatious, and that your wife came down on you was like, dude, what the fuck? And you were like, hey, hey, and to kind of like shove it all off onto us so that you were had no, um, <laughs> there was none of you doing any explicit pimping. I see where you're going with this. But I'm okay. totally wrong. You are. I'm yes. wrong a lot with you. I don't, you know, that, that kind of stuff doesn't happen. Like I've heard of athletes and people who get inappropriate stuff on Instagram. Literally never happened to me. So, so then maybe I just don't put that vibe. Sounds like it happens to Dan Bailey on the minute. It does. So <laughs> you requested, you requested a new phone and, but I think that was over. That's when I knew you were angry. Because I think just like you could call and get a new phone number or you could get a new SIM card. But I'm like, hey, he really wants to like bend me over and like just really let me know that that was a, uh, an $850 um, uh, Samsung 8 or what are they, a Galaxy 8 mistake. I would go, I'd wait for the Note 7. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, defend it's yourself, a, Rory. It's not about the phone. It's more about the number. Right. I would rather pay for a new phone than have to change my phone number that I've had for 12 years. How much does it right? cost to change your phone number? Is that your it, only, is that your only, is that your it's only cell phone number you've ever had? No. Uh, you know, when I told you about Alaska, I had a cell phone that expired in Alaska. The first place it came back to was Las Vegas. Got a phone in Las Vegas. Okay. I have the only number that I've ever had. So now, now you kind of made my heart hurt a little bit because now I know how you feel. Wait, is that, um... If, so, 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 so you, my phone, I'd ask, I'd ask if I could verify your number. So you did type out of a little bit of anger by saying, uh, I think I was very honest with my feelings. It seemed like a mistake. No, but you saying you need a new phone, which is overkill. It's a little bit of a, you know, it's kind of like a, like a, like a passive aggressive joke, but kind of like, Hey man, what can hey, we, man. what can we do to fix it? What, what should, we can pull down the video and bleep that part out. Should we do that? That seems like it would fix it all. Yeah, I think we we probably couldn't have had this conversation on microphone slash camera, <laughs> and, and, and the whole thing the whole thing would have blown over. Yeah, because you probably you know what I'm saying. <laughs> You're like, oh, it's okay, it'll, it'll be fine. Right. Now we're just drawing more attention. What what, what should okay. we do? What should we do now? Now that now that we're in the deep end of the pool, what should we do? I just say we, we I say we played out because again, my goal is to not change my phone number. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's awful. Mm -hmm. It's kind of it's kind of like the walk of shame. Yeah. You got to send everybody in your contacts. Hey, I changed my number. And then instantly everyone's like, oh, how, how'd this guy mess I mean, up? Who else has your phone number, right? Like <laughs> yeah. you got the bank verification stuff. You got your Google two-step verification. You got your oh. just all the 
you know, oh. and I just moved house again, changed my address a second ago. Did you think, did you think about, tell, did you think about it. telling us or did you think, Hey, you guys make sure my number doesn't go out over you? Like they're professionals. They know like when, what <laughs> did you know? Did you not know that it went out until someone texted you? Give me some of the backstory. Here. This is a true story. I, uh, yes, I did not know until someone texted me. I don't, I mean, I don't know. Do you go back and watch like everything? No. I saw like, there's I, no I, time. I, yeah. I, I didn't, um, I had, I didn't watch that show until, uh, until I received a text from a number I didn't know. I said, hey, I'm a big fan of the CrossFit podcast. Um, it's so-and-so. And I was like, man, that's cool. Like somebody who like I've known for a while, <laughs> watched the show and they're just reaching out. But uh, no, it's just a, just, a, just a dude saying what's up. Just a dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and And what was the other one? Uh, same thing, just sort of like, hey, the podcast with Sevon's great. Was it just a And dude? that's when I realized. Oh, is like, that what upset you? What? It said the podcast with Sevon? <laughs> <laughs> um, you guys get it, right? I totally get it. Yeah. I totally get it. I get it. Here's, here's where you get me. I didn't get it at first. I didn't get it at first. And then it, you get me on when it's it's been your only phone number. Yeah. And then I, I I'd like all to I, die I, with Honestly, all number. I was looking for was exactly what you gave me. You were like, sorry for the inconvenience. And oh really? Like, That's awesome. Oh yeah. Did you see how long you know it what? took me to get there? It took I, me like hours to get to there. It doesn't matter though, because the, the first response from Leaf was, "It's no big deal." <laughs> I'm like, "It's not for you to say, dude." Yeah, that sounds <laughs> right. Right. It's, right. It's, it's, not, it's not your choice if it's a big deal or not. You're right. That is insensitive. Yeah, but you were not. I thought it was great. It was perfect. That's all I wanted. Yeah, okay. but that's kind of his style. I didn't want a new phone. I just wanted Sevy to say, "I hear you. I see. I I hear you." You just wanted acknowledgement of your feelings. You. That's it. Gary Roberts was in here and cried today. Did he cry? He in that cry. chair. He's a he's a good man. He is a good man. I'm really surprised he cried. He's raw. He's a feeler. Can oh. I see the comments on that, Eric? Three, three, three. All three of them? Yeah. Is there anything negative yet? No. She just totally called the Sevon show. There you go. True that. Um, this guy responded. Oh, never mind. I thought he responded to his own one. I don't, I don't even understand um, the comment from Heather Appreciate Barr. that, Eric. Yeah. Mateus Vizzeri. Here we go. 95. Nice. Wow. What do you think those 14 people had? What issue do you think they had? <laughs> Didn't get a text back. <laughs> that Matt's holding his dick in the still frame? <laughs> he has a sweet spot to stop there. Eric. All 14 of them are upset that I didn't call them back. <laughs> well, I think that's it. We got what we needed. Thanks, man. It's a wrap.